0: hello everyone a very good day to all of you listening to this podcast my name is Vivin Satyan and I work as a technical consultant in the active Directory team here at manage engine and I've been with manage engine for over seven years now implementing products talking to users um, in, in various seminars and conferences so that's what I do now here for this podcast I thought I'll be sharing with you Three reports that I want you to do, if you are an Active Directory administrator, right? So when I talk to people in in various events, I get asked this question quite often. People want to know what are some common uh, reports that they need to be doing on a periodic basis to ensure that the Active Directory is in good shape. So as I said, three reports, out of which report number one is something related to security groups, right? Because Active Directory as a technology no matter you have your 200 employee uh, infrastructure or you have your 200,000 employee infrastructure, the, the technology is going to be the same. So the problems are going to be common too, irrespective of the size of the infrastructure. So with regards to security groups, I want you to take two approaches here. The first approach is an investigative approach. The second approach is a group health check, right? Now, I'm not saying that you'll have to do an investigative approach every day. I mean, no one is going to perform an investigative query on a daily basis. Now you would perform an investigative query only when you have questions like, hey, how did this user get that right? I did not give this user the right to do something uh, like a disable or delete, but how did this user perform those actions, right? Only when you have such questions popping up, you'll have to perform an investigation. And the first point that I would suggest that you look out for is the group membership of the user Mm -hmm. well how do you perform an investigation let's do this now if you actually try to focus on one user and you're trying to investigate the group membership of the user account see whether everything is right you open up your active directory users and computers you find the user you do a double click on the user account and you have this tab called the member of tab of that specific user Now the member of tab, let's say, lists five groups that the user is a member of. Those are what I call the direct groups of the user. But you know, according to Microsoft, a user can be part of a group, but interestingly, a group can be a part of another group, right? So for example, if I add the HR user to the HR group, Now, it's my regular HR now, but if by mistake, I link the HR group to another elevated group in Active Directory, now my HR indirectly, I repeat indirectly, gets the elevated right. But if you look at the member of tab, you will not be able to find out details about group nesting, right? So one query that I want you to do is whenever you're trying to investigate, Uh, the access of a specific user, I want you to find out not just the direct groups that the user is a member of, but also check whether there are cases of group nesting. See whether those direct groups are in turn contacting or in touch with any of your elevated groups in Active Directory. That could be one possible answer to your puzzle. Now, the second method uh, pertaining to groups is a group health check. Now, the group health check is really simple right instead of doing things from a user's perspective please do it from a group's perspective go after your top level uh, accounts Go, I mean top objects uh, in active directory top uh, group objects let's say domain admins schema admins enterprise admins now I want you to do this exercise once in every 15 days now go ahead and target the domain admins group and I want you to retrieve all four types of objects that have any contact I repeat any contact with domain admins. You need to be retrieving users that have contact with domain admins, groups, computer objects, and even contact objects that have any connection with domain admins because you do not want any inappropriate objects having access to your elevated groups inside of Active Directory. That's a strict no-no, right? So perform this health check once in every 15 days, I would say. It's not gonna take you more than, uh, you know, uh, five minutes of your time. Go ahead and select all your groups. If you're doing a PowerShell query, go ahead and do uh, all the rep- all the important groups in Active Directory. Uh, that includes even your custom groups, the ones that you created, right? Get those groups. Get the list of users, groups, computers, and contacts within those groups. See whether the report gives you an idea of uh, an inappropriate nesting. All right, a hint to an inappropriate nesting anywhere if you feel that your hr group that if your technicians group is having any contact with a domain admin group that's a strict no-no that's something that you need to clean up immediately all right so report number one is from a user's perspective when you do a report from a user's perspective please keep in mind the nested groups as well report number two for group health check when you select a top level elevated group in active directory you need to retrieve all four types of primary objects inside active directory users that have contact with the group groups that have contact with the group computers and, con- uh, and contact objects that have any connectivity to your top level groups right i hope i have made my point clear here now the second report that i would suggest is all of you have shared folders don't we right now, the whole idea of recreating shared folders is we want as, uh, that piece of information that the shared folder contains to be accessible only by a specific set of audience, right? Now, for example, you have a, a finance folder in which you have all uh, finance details, right? Which you don't want to, to be accessible by anyone else except, let's say, the finance managers group in your organization. And let's say you have seven or 10 executives in that group. So you want only those 10 users belonging to that group to be able to um, um, access uh, the information that's in the folder, right? Now, if you are the only administrator in your organization, you can skip this query. But if you're not the only administrator in your organization, what that means is, there's another person back in office who can control or who can manipulate the permissions on the folder. I'm not saying that the intention is bad. All I'm saying is accidents can happen. And if you're talking about confidential shared folders, accidents can be expensive, all right? So it's better that we perform a a health check on confidential shared folders once in every 15 days too in an active directory infrastructure. I'm not saying do this exercise for every folder that's out there. Pick your top 10 or 20 folders and spend at least 10 minutes of your daily time to actually do this health check. Now, a very important tip When I say perform a health check on your shared folders to see whether everything is in place, I mean, I'm talking about the permissions here. Please ensure that you're taking into consideration the permissions of the child folders too. Because when you do a right click on a folder and you go to security in order to view the permissions, you're not viewing the permissions of the entire folder tree here, right? You're just viewing the permission of that folder alone. A folder can have multiple child folders or subfolders right and those subfolders can have another set of subfolders inside so the chain goes on right so if you do a PowerShell query or you're using a tool please make sure that the query is touching the last folder that is in the list you know why there's this wonderful concept called folder permission inheritance with regards to folder structures now what that means is, if there is a parent and a child folder within the parent folder, right? the child folder can either inherit permission from the parent or the child folder can have its own set of permissions. So inheritance can be set to true or inheritance can be set to false. So if you're doing a right click on the parent folder in order to view the permissions, you're not viewing the permissions of the entire tree structure because of inheritance in place, you you might be viewing only the permissions of the top-level folder structure, right? So please make sure that your query touches the last folder in that tree structure. And if you feel that something is wrong, permissions are messed up, well, what I would suggest is, please have a solution in place that can help you manipulate permissions or modify permissions to the way it was in one shot right without you having to spend uh, two hours or three hours to get things straight the first thing that you'll have to do is you'll have to terminate access to people uh or that people have on that specific shared folder right and that has to be done not one by one but a complete wipeout is what i would suggest right and of course you have PowerShell scripts to do this but it's going to be a bit complicated depending on the number of shared folders you have and the manage engine way is well we do have easy options for you but i'm not here to promote the product as such one point that i would like to share is please keep in mind the inheritance as well when you are trying to perform a folder permission cleanup because it's not just one folder you can be talking about uh, tens and twenty or twenty folders right now right now the third report that I want you to do is, please, if you have users, if you have computers, if you have groups, I want you to see whether they, you have any such stale objects inside of your Active Directory infrastructure because objects that are inactive and are in an enabled state inside of Active Directory are what I call as a bookmark account for an attacker. right? So users, uh, let me give you an example here. Users who have never logged into your Active Directory infrastructure in the last 120 days. Groups that have not been used for the last two years or three years and have high sensitive uh, privileges, let's say. And GPOs that are unused, right? I have seen environments that have 30 GPOs or 40 GPOs out of which an organization only uses seven or eight of them max. Right? So why have such unused GPOs in your infrastructure and computers, right? When you have computer objects that have not authenticated or that have not been used in the last two years or three years in your infrastructure, why do you still have them in Active Directory and that to an enabled state, unfortunately, in some of the cases? So please do a scan. If you can write a PowerShell query or if you can manage to Google up a PowerShell query in order to find all these stale objects. The first thing that I want you to watch out for is I want you to see whether these objects are still enabled inside of active directory. They're not active for sure, but please see whether they are enabled. If they are enabled, please disable them, right? I'm not saying delete the accounts right away because I know you don't want phone calls at, at uh, you know, uh, on, a, on a Friday evening or on Saturday evening saying something is broke. So to be on the safer side, what I would suggest is please disable the accounts and give it let's say 180 days and if the accounts are, if no one calls you please go ahead and delete the accounts from active directory now you need not do this manually because doing this manually involves a lot of time and effort please find a way by which you can actually automate the process of active directory cleanup right so that becomes much more easier here so i just wanted to share three reports i believe i've, I've given the information that i wanted First one was related to groups. Second was related to shared folders. Third one was related to cleaning up your Active Directory, finding out stale objects and removing them from Active Directory. Well, if you are asking me a question like, hey, do you have a tool to do all of this? Yes, of course, we do. The name of the tool that we offer uh, for Manage Engine to do all this is, and something even more, is AD Manager Plus. So just go to admanagerplus.com if you're interested and try out the software. Thank you very much. All of you have a wonderful day.